powered by Riverside FM. You're listening to the 2400 Block Podcast with Johnny Rubes. Hello there and welcome to the 2400 Block Podcast. It is Johnny Rubes here in the studio and we are in for a feel good episode tonight. And it starts with my guest. He is all in for God as he is serving in the ministries of the church. He is a devoted family man to his loving wife and her beautiful daughter. And lastly, he is an avid runner who absolutely loves running just about everywhere. And that he is a part of the sports club Spark Worldwide. But to me and to everyone that knows him well, he's our longtime friend. So glad to have Jojo Press on the show tonight. Let's give him a major round of applause. And I want to meet this guy. He seems pretty cool. <laughs> hey, Jojo. How are you doing tonight, man? How's, How's your on? day? How are you? Hey, pretty good, man. Pretty good. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Thank All you right. for having me on this thing. This is, <laughs> this is, is this your first, me. like, live video podcast? Um, I think it's first live video podcast, but I've been on several other um, podcasts. Uh-huh. So, yeah. That's cool. Do you all have one devoted to running? We do. So uh-huh. we, my friends and I, we co-founded a nonprofit run club in Virginia Beach called Spark Worldwide. And within that, we formed a podcast as well, where we talk to people nationwide and worldwide uh, about the, the, I guess, running and running adjacent topics. So, uh-huh. so. All right. That's cool. That's wonderful. All right. Anyways, um, I'd like to take the time right now uh, to point on two things. Uh, I'd like to take this time right now to wish you and your wife, Jenna, a happy anniversary. 11 healthy years of marriage, man. Wow. (laughs) Oh, sweet. (laughs) Thank you for uh, reminding me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you for reminding everyone on Facebook about it. So now we know. Yeah, absolutely. That's wonderful. We've we've had had our, our trials. But uh, it, for the most part, it's been a it's been a, a great ride together. So nice, and, and and also may I add, I want to congratulate you on a job well done by making it to the finish line at the 2023 Bank of America Chicago Marathon, which was just what a couple of days ago, October seventh, eighth weekend to be exact. And I'm sure the excitement hasn't died down yet, right? It hasn't. It, the post running high is definitely a real thing. I never believed anybody, but I'm still feeling it to this day. I probably won't feel it until my next race. So, uh huh. Woo. Well, I definitely owe you one by way of this podcast tonight, since I I couldn't be there that time uh, due to prior commitments. But anyways, thank you for showing up here tonight, man. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. This is such a blessing to be uh, on other people's podcasts. So. Yeah, cool. All right, but by the way, a shout out to the Medina family out there in Maryland as well in Chicago. Nice to meet you. Uh, nice to meet you guys. Uh, ready for these uh, set of interview questions that I'm going to ask you tonight, Jojo? Yeah, yeah, go, go for it. Yeah, I promise to be kind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will. I will slip this question out in the open to to kick off this interviewing segment with you, but. Whatever happened to that podcast that y'all did way back in the pandemic era? And I know you're you're active with other podcasts, like you noted earlier. Yeah, it's, you're probably referring to the Starting Four podcast. Yeah, uh, with my brothers, uh, Mark and Somo and Abel. We all grew up together. Uh, they're actually 
Well, my my actual brother is Mark, and then his in-laws is Anselmo and Abel. So technically, I guess, like, we are brothers in a way. So uh-huh. I guess by law. Uh, so we formed a podcast, and man, that... I didn't know that anybody listened to that, honestly. <laughs> I don't know what we talked about. We were, we were just talking about this nonsense. You were talking about stuff, a whole bunch of things, and I was trying to go back to one of those episodes, and they're like, gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, uh, that was a yeah, that was a long time ago. I I don't even remember that. Maybe like five, six years ago, maybe? Yeah, that, we, always, we had a good time, though. We had a good run, but uh, it was time to uh, part ways and do our own things. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I was listening to you guys uh, during the pandemic when I was uh, delivering liquor and alcohol to people's homes because that was essential, you know. And <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, yeah, man, I just kept listening to the episodes. I'm like, man, this is so awesome. And and then um, I, I talked to Mark about uh, podcast equipment, and he told me about the uh, the Rodecaster Pro, which I'm talking to you right now on. So I, I actually thank him. So in, in, indirectly, you guys are like the forefathers. The founding fathers or whatever to my podcast. So you guys are somehow linked uh, with me. So I, I just find <laughs> oh. that to be truly an honor. And I'm, I'm glad to be talking to one of them here tonight. Yeah. I mean, your podcast is probably a hundred times better than the no, one that no. we produced a long time ago. But like, no, it, you guys were like, like I said, you guys were like hard to the core, man. And, and the, the, <laughs> the, the best part is you guys just had fun. Y'all were just rolling with it, you know? Yeah, we had no topic, no agenda. We yeah. just hopped on a mic and we were just... That's what I love, man. That's yeah. the natural flow of it. Yeah, it's just good conversation, you know. Yeah. My brothers. Love them. All right. Okay, JoJo. Time for you to give a good promo plug, man. Tell the viewer or listener, <laughs> hear about yourself and what you do for a living. Besides drinking water. <laughs> well, well we're, we're, I'm drinking tea right now. And oh, okay. big shout out to uh, my friend from... Uh, have a good day because this is one of her companies that she uh, makes content for. Uh, it's uh-huh. Get Well Soon. Um, it's actually Pusha T's wife's company, um, which oh, is okay. really cool. <clears throat> but anyways, um, so outside, are you talking about like what I do as an occupation? Whatever, man. Whatever you can. <laughs> okay, this so is, this I is the am... good sales plug right here, bro. <laughs> Okay. Well, first off, first and foremost, I am a husband and I am a father to a beautiful daughter. Her name is Estelle Gray Pressa. As uh, as my full-time job, I work as an IT systems administrator for uh, for a company here in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Uh-huh. But um, on my part-time or on my leisurely time, I like talking about running and running adjacent topics um a lot of times well my friends and i we have a we created a a 501c3 nonprofit organization that is locally called spark but mm-hmm. um the, the acronym for that is support propel achieve run club and uh it's been making headway within uh the virginia beach 757 area and yeah, I I guess that's that's why I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, uh, I'm going to ask you uh, more about Spark later on in the program. Uh, sure. All right. Now, what was it like growing up as a Filipino kid in Virginia Beach? Oh wow. Yeah. Um, 
Um, so I think it was difficult for me to identify as a Filipino because I didn't know exactly what Filipino was, you know? Uh, so I didn't really find out like my, my ethnicity until I was like maybe nine or 10, maybe, uh-huh. uh, when my parents started saying like, oh, well, you're Filipino, you're, you're this and you're that. And I... I couldn't comprehend like what that meant. Um, so I guess growing up, it, it was kind of eye-opening for me in a way mm-hmm. because I think the the only reason why I knew that I was different was when I was in elementary school and this boy, I remember, I, I don't remember his, I don't remember this, I, I don't remember what exactly he looked like, but I remember I was walking to my classroom. I think I was like seven or eight years old, and he yells out, Chinese boy. I was like, like who's he talking to? Uh, me? And so the whole time, like between like six to maybe eight years old, I thought I was Chinese, um, and that wasn't the case. Um, and actually growing up here in Virginia Beach, we I started noticing that there are a lot of people who are actually that actually look like me. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh man, this is this is awesome. This is great." Um, and so from there, I started figuring out, "Okay, well, this is actually where I belong. This is this is really cool." Um, Virginia Beach is a really cool place. If ever if anybody wants to visit this place, it's you're right by the ocean. Um, yeah, I did a lot of crazy knucklehead things um, growing up, but um, I guess that's for another another topic, <laughs> another day. Um, but yeah, actually, I was just to slip in an unexpected question to you, man. Whatever okay. happened to Robbie? Oh man, yeah, Robbie. Robbie is such a good person, <laughs> man. Yeah, we. Uh, that's funny that you bring it up because I haven't seen him in like man years, honestly. Yeah. So I'm not too sure where he's at right now, but I do remember fond memories with Robbie. He's, man, we used to clown around at uh, at Connect Group and, and Bible studies at church and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, he was. I, shout out to Robbie. I don't know if anybody's seen him. <laughs> let me know. Yeah, I would like to get know in touch with too. any of us, Robbie. If you hear this or see this. Um, yeah. By the way, I still remember you guys playfully locking on each other like MMA fighters right after Bible study that one night. <laughs> you know, you guys had like a good grip on each other, you know. And yeah. I remember filming that moment on video. I still have it. It's in like in my mom's house somewhere. And oh, it's wow. In, I would it's like in a to shoe see box. that. <laughs> so I definitely have to unearth that treasure trove of videos. But mm. by the way, it, you know, I'm not showing it here in the podcast. I don't even have it with me anyways. <laughs> I wouldn't even want to show it to you except in private. So no, nah, yeah, nah, show, I don't want to show it. If you ever find me. it, just let me know. I yeah. would love to, love to maybe see as that. a as a way to get his attention. Maybe who knows? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, All right, it, it would be a uh, shocking for him as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I've known you for uh, for quite a long time now, especially when I attended you know International Christian Church of Virginia, which was. First Filipino Baptist church back then, you know, and yeah. your walk with God is as strong as ever, you know. What's mm. it like, dude, um, living as a Christian in these modern times where, you know, there's so much chaos and turmoil going on nationwide as well as around the world nowadays? How do you, how do you deal with that? 
Yeah, so I think my Christian walk uh, is a is a roller coaster, just like everybody else's, uh, and that's something that you need to embrace and be grateful for, um, because it's it's an con- it's a constant growing. Um, mm-hmm. it, you're constantly growing. Um, that, that that's what I love about uh, believing in in a higher power and what my higher power is God or Jesus. Um, there's a verse in in Romans five three, and it says, uh, "Suffering produces endurance, uh, endurance produces character, and character produces hope." And that's kind of like a a growth chart to how your your walk will be with Christ. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of times, you're going to learn through a through suffering, um, and through that suffering, um, it it puts like a, a shield on your back to to withstand, uh, which is called endurance. Mm-hmm. And, and that w- with that endurance, um, you build a, a type of character um, which is hopefully Christ-like. Um, and with that character, you believe that um, there is more that you can give to the world, which ho- which is hope. So. Uh, if any, if anybody's listening to this, uh, the, you have a purpose in this world, um, and let let your purpose uh, intertwine with Jesus. And that's uh, yeah, that's that's really yeah. You know, I went through some uh, situations myself, some some of which seemed very impossible at the time, but through humility and and, and humbleness, man, um, mm. that's that's the way to grow. Mm-hmm. I mean that's that's the way of life. It can't always be, you know, super happy all the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. There, there, there. I mean, life is is always going to be. Um, it, it's not it's not roses and daisies all the time. Uh, you're going to have to go through hardships. I mean that, but that's really how you how you do grow. Mm. That's wonderful. Um. Okay, moving on here. You know, I, I, I moved to Orlando back in 2007. That's when I left you guys. I was 33 years old then. Mm. You were only 23. Last I saw you, you were playing the bass guitar on stage, you know, being part of the ministries there in church. And I, I didn't know, dude, that you were, you know, super talented like that. You know, fast forward now to 2023, you know, I'm 49 years old. You're 39. You don't even look like it, by the way. And here we are. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You married Jana and, and are now proud mm-hmm. parents to a little girl, Estelle Gray, and uh, by the way, how has fatherhood changed your life? Wow, yeah, that's a that's a deep question. Honestly, um, mm. I think it changed a lot of my perspective in in life. When you have something that is uh, is your own, then you feel like a responsibility. That look this. This person is relying on me to f- not only feed them knowledge, mm-hmm. um, but to um, to to be there for them uh, in in every trial and the good or the good or the bad. Um, it, yeah, fatherhood is wow. Yeah, it's that's something I would have to process <laughs> honestly because. I never really sat down and thought about, oh, wow, like I, I'm responsible for another human life 
Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's it's has really rapidly helped my growth as as a human being. Um and I think that's I guess that's the intention like you're always going to want to grow like we like I've uh I've been like I guess alluding to and uh-huh. other people have a different types of growth uh in mine is is finding out um finding out through my daughter so yeah 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 you're you're the one to guide that person man yeah you're the one you're you're like a leader in your own small community now Mm-hmm. It's it's yeah. more than you now. It, it's it's your wife now. It's your kid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, bigger responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. when you get older. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man, it's. I'm excited. She's like seven years old. Uh-huh. And she's uh. Every time she comes home, she's always like, <laughs> she's always telling me like different jokes. <laughs> so, like yesterday, <laughs> she was uh. Man, what did she say? She said, uh, it's like, Dad, someone someone told me that you sound like an owl. And I was like, <laughs> me? And she was like, yeah, you. And I was like, and I was like who? And I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> there's the joke. I was like, I guess I, I guess I do sound like an owl. <laughs> I don't know where she's getting all these things, but it, it it's that's funny cool. because, yeah. It, it, maybe she got it from YouTube. I, I have no idea, but... <laughs> You haven't went up to her and like, you got a big head. Yo, you have a big head, yo. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I mean, nah, not she didn't she didn't really have a big head, but my wife, uh-huh. she she's got one of those big uh-huh. the big ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I I like the big head, so <laughs> when you look at your daughter, do you, do you see uh you in her? Like the personality? Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, like from from the feet to the hands uh-huh. to the to the eyes, like everything about her looks like me, uh-huh. um, which is like kind of scary. It's like a girl version of me. <laughs> um, she, I guess she kind of looks like Jana in ways, but like for the mm-hmm. most part, it's like if you were to if you were to catch me walking around like a Target, and you're like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that that's definitely his his daughter <laughs> for sure. So it's very obvious when you when 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 you're both seen. Absolutely, yeah. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. Now I didn't see this one coming since I wasn't around for a long time. But dude, tell me, how did you get into the sport of running? Man, yeah, that's kind of a loaded question, but <laughs> I will. I'll give you kind of the condensed one. Okay. My uh, my wife, she actually got me into running so she started running before we got married and i was like man like why is she enjoying this so much like i I don't i don't get it and so then when we when we got married uh she was continuing to run and i was like oh Uh shoot well i'm i guess i'll have to support her and so one day she comes up to me and she's like um yeah so we're gonna run a 5k and i'm gonna sign you up and uh that's we're, we're gonna do it together and i was like um it's like you can't say um like you have to <laughs> i already signed you up <laughs> we're gonna do it i was like all right all right and so in my head i was like man how how like how hard can like a 5k be like it, 
that doesn't sound like much. And so, so I, as soon as her and I towed the line, she was fantastic. I was not great. <laughs> and it felt like the longest, like, three miles of my life. And from there, it was kind of like a progressive thing. Uh, we, uh, She would sign me up for more races. And until eventually, I started asking her to do these races with me. Um, and I progressed a lot, a lot quicker. Um, I, I'm not too sure why, but I, I have the, the personality that I, I get addicted to things very quickly. Um, and not trying to be the best or anything. I just get locked in and honed into something specific. Like even if it's like music at, at a point I was like really like honed into music and I do still play music, but like there's there's always this pivotal point where like I gotta learn this, I gotta learn that, I gotta learn that, um, and it was the exact same thing with running. And I'm still doing these things today to this day. Um, and yeah, that's really how I started running. Um, I never would have imagined that I would run like a marathon or anything, uh-huh. um, but I think it was definitely in the cards. I just didn't see it. Mm. Yeah. Wow. How how did you prepare yourself for your first race? Did you you know did she really condition help condition you into this no. uh, <laughs> this physique <laughs> that you have? No. So she, she, she didn't do. I I I didn't even know how to train for it. Like, what do you like? How, how would you like, if you were to approach somebody who's never ran before and you're like, okay, I'm gonna throw you into this 5K. Like, how would you prepare yourself? Like, would you just so I, really, I went into the the race cold turkey, not uh-huh. knowing what <laughs> how to run, um, and I. But I think that was the first step. Like, not knowing how to do something made you want to learn how to do it. You know. Yeah. Um, and I found out very quickly that five k is a very long three miles if you don't know what you're doing, and so I guess to revert. A little back, she uh, signed me up for another 5K. And in that one, I kind of trained a little bit. So I, I started uh-huh. figuring out how to, like, breathe and stuff like that. And I did a little better than that. And then I found out that Disney uh, does races also. So she signed me up for another uh, for a Disney race as well. And I was like, oh, man, well, this is like a 10K. This is double the, the amount that I've ever ran in my life. Maybe I need to figure out how to run, like, pretty quickly. Uh-huh. And I started actually trying to, I guess, I I guess I was seeking out a plan to 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 run a 10K, which is like six miles. Uh-huh. So we, get, we did that. I guess I did pretty well in that. And then it was just like stepping stones of uh, – of where I am right now. So, um, thank you, Jana, whenever you, whenever this comes out, thank you for, uh, for motivating me to, to start this, the sport that I actually hated. Big shout out, Jana. Yeah. Yeah. Golf All right. Man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, that was one of my questions I was about to ask you here. How long did it take for you to go from having a gut to being super lean? How many, having weeks, a gut, how many days oh, or how many months? Man, that's 
that's a, like a. I still remember those and, photos that you showed the before and after. Yeah, that's that's a that's an up and down thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there there was a point where I think there this is this is the this is kind of like the turning point in my life. My my best friend, he I'm not even sure. Do you do you remember Elric, Claudio? Yeah, sounds, sounds familiar. Okay, yeah. So he was my best friend, and he passed away when he was like 32 years old. Um, oh my and goodness! I was, oh, that Elric. Oh, yeah. I remember now. Yeah, I remember and him he, now. He passed away from a heart attack, mm-hmm. and it kind of flipped a switch in me that like life is too short and to take care of your body because he wasn't the healthiest person um, in the world. I, I know that for a fact. And I didn't want, I, I didn't want my health. I, I didn't want whatever I could control to be a, the detriment of why I pass. I mean, I, I would accept like how I die, uh, but I mm. wanted to be, I wanted to take care of my temple. Um, so I started just like exercising from there. It it didn't start out from running. It started out just me doing like like home workouts at home. Um it started out by just like walking around the block and stuff like that. And then and then that's when I started to go to the gym, started lifting a little heavier heavier weights and then I started like, "Oh man, this is it's kind of cool, and so it kind of started to be habitual until it's it it wasn't habitual, and it was just like a a daily thing that is a part of your day. Um, so I like for anybody who's listening to this, I I feel like you need to have some type of daily activity that you do uh, to take care of your your temple to, for your body. Um, it's it would be beneficial for for anybody, really. Do you uh, do this uh, just about every day, or I I know you have some off days or cheat days. I so I I do exercise pretty much daily, but mm-hmm. I I try not to do something like maybe once or twice a week. Um, so is that's an incorporated incorporation of like running, going to the mm-hmm. gym, uh, stuff like that. It, but there is always something that I um I try to actively do, definitely. Yeah. Well. Okay. Here I am. I I weigh more than you do. I know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, about maybe 180, 190 right now. Mm. Um, I'm definitely not in good shape. Not like you, man. Um, <laughs> but but how does a man of my stature, of my physique, uh, get to that level? How how long do you think it would take? Uh, for for a person like myself at at this weight at being obese that I am right now, um, what's the proper stuff you think it would just take me just walking simply just by walking first and then when I get adjusted to it I I can run and then yeah. so forth <laughs> I don't I don't know how how it goes by how you do it but yeah, yeah. I, I think it it starts with baby steps so yeah take everything slow take everything within moderation. Mm-hmm. If it if it takes just walking down your block, um, and then walking back to your house to get you moving, um, let it be that. And if that if after that walk it triggers you to want to do something else, like 
something something a little more active like it doesn't even have to be running it it mm-hmm. could be like pickleball I, I want to start playing pickleball um it, it could be like going out with your friends and playing shooting shooting some billiards or something like that because that that's active so long yeah. as you're getting active making your heart a little more elevated than than just sitting on a couch that's i think that's that's the first step and and I, the second step would be um, to elevate your heart rate a little, a little more. Um, mm-hmm. Third step is going above and beyond, breaking a sweat. Um, and fourth is like incorporating it into your day. So, yeah, just get up, walk, walk down the street, or maybe walk to your grocery, and yeah. then walk back home. It, that that's really how it starts. I want to tell you something. Back in October 2021, I was with my friend. Uh, we just got out of uh, the, 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 the metro train, the commute train that takes us to Chicago. It was like 5.30 in the morning, <laughs> and we just got out, and it was still, you know, nighttime. It still looked like nighttime. No, no sun was coming out until like maybe before 7 o'clock. Uh, we ate at um, Dunkin' Donuts first, you know, the little small wrap. <laughs> and a coffee and then we went uh, outside we started walking and for uh, i think from the time of seven up until maybe one thirty or two o'clock yeah i made it all the way till somewhere in edgewater in that part of chicago going north uh i was like at the the lakefront trail right near it's like a, it's like a, a trail that's on towards the water or near the water hmm and I went about almost close to 38,000 steps in the end. 38,000 steps. Whoa. That's yeah. a lot. Yep. And I yeah. had on really good shoes, too. I had I had Asics. Those are really good shoes. Yeah. Yeah. I love Asics. But you, you speak on the waterfront. I I ran there uh, last Saturday. Uh-huh. Man, that lakefront on, on Chicago. Man, it's, man, Chicago is just beautiful in general, man. It, yeah, it I is. love that city. Yeah, it is beautiful. Man, if if there wasn't too much going on, <laughs> I'm talking about like the bad things going on, I would I would love to be there like every single day. Mm. And I've never seen anything as worse than it is right now. Back then it was good up until maybe when the riots came. I was in the middle of a, a looting. That was one of the most scariest moments in my life. Oh man, you know, it, here I was just doing, you know, work-related business and all of a sudden people are like looting um stores, businesses, local businesses. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Man, and I, I didn't, didn't know, know how that to crime was bad like Yeah, there. I didn't know how to maneuver out of that, man. It was like there's people running back and forth and who knows, one of them might have a gun or something. Hmm. Yeah, so that's my 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 heart rate was really pumping that time. I was having to start up. I was about to ha- I was having a panic attack and my girlfriend was the one that, you know, had to calm my nerves. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. you probably had to get out of there as as soon as possible. Yeah. And so glad I did too. Hmm. Yeah. Man, I'm glad you don't have to go through something like that. Yeah. yeah. And I hope I, you won't either. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, you you've grown up here in Virginia Beach and it's, it's pretty tame for the most yeah. part. Um I, so I've never I don't know the big city life and I know like I I can ex- appreciate Chicago for what it is because I was there as a tourist, but uh-huh. I I'm not there dwelling in the place so i i can't speak on the on the the bad things that happen there so yeah 
All right, moving on, my friend. You are a a part of Spark Worldwide. Of course, you 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 said earlier that it meant support, propel, achieve, run club. Uh, how yeah. did this uh, nonprofit organization get established in the first place? What's the sole mm. purpose of Spark? It, it's to get people off their feet and moving. Um, mm-hmm. And and it's this idea that even outside of running, you should be supporting your friend, and you should be supporting them to and propelling them to achieve whatever goal that they have within their life. That's that's really the 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 backstory of the acronym. But the 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 club actually started by one of my really good friends. His name is Edwin Young. And he created this uh, Instagram page. It was called Anti Social Social Run Club, where we would just share um, our daily run. So you'd post your run on Instagram and just tag Anti Social Social Run Club, and you would uh, just share it uh, digitally. Um, and that was that was gaining traction. Uh, more people, other than outside of of, of our core friends, started um, tagging the the page and then one day my friend he my, edwin he was like tagging a bunch of uh, us our his close friends and say hey do you guys just want to run together one day and i was and we we're like oh heck yeah let's do it <clears throat> and so then we've had our first meetup as anti-social social run club at uh, mount trashmore uh it was around black friday and about maybe 15, 20 people uh, showed up, and we just had a one a, a one mile run around the the big lake there, and then from there it just started blossoming and growing, uh, and we I guess we realized that having the name Anti Social Social Run Club wouldn't wouldn't hold. Hold in legal courts, I guess, because Anti Social Social Club is actually a brand, and we didn't want to get sued or anything, uh-huh. so we we kind of changed it. Well, I guess he changed it, and then from there he asked me to, I guess, help lead the group, which I guess I can you can say that I I co-founded um, what it is right now, um, and yeah, it's. It's been making headway and steam within our community, especially for uh, um, the BIPOC um, people in our in our community. Um, people have been gravitating to it, and yeah, it's it's such a it's such an awesome time. If you're in Virginia Beach, and we meet up eight o'clock Saturday mornings, and we. We try to partner with brands like mm-hmm. like last weekend we had a run with uh, Three Ships Coffee, uh-huh. really good coffee uh, out here in Virginia Beach. Um, maybe a, a few Saturdays ago, we had uh, an an Asics giveaway, it's just stuff like that. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it it's it's really cool to see a, a community come together and just just do something so simple, which is running. So um, that's that's really what Spark is about. 
Wow, I see one of your your videos. That is that everybody? That's like a, like a big group. I just see you one time like you're holding an Insta 360 cam or something, and then there's like these people behind you. Are, yeah, are, are, is that is that Spark? Is that them? Is that the <laughs> that members? Was, so some of so I I do bring my my 360 camera around uh, yeah. very often, and I, I'm not sure the video that you're talking about, but yes, that 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 could probably possibly be uh, some of the members of Spark. Um, uh-huh. We're not as big as uh, some other clubs around here, around here in Virginia Beach, um, but uh, we are we're definitely getting there. Uh, we're definitely getting uh, known within our community. So, yeah, it, 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 are y'all it's a good time are y'all expanding? Time. Are y'all having a, a Chicago chapter? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know if we're we're that big enough yet to have a a chapter just yet. Uh-huh. But we are um, Spark Worldwide, um, and what we like to do is uh, talk to people from different areas uh, from the nation and the globe, and that's the reason why we created the podcast, uh, is to not only inform the people who are going to our clubs, um, but to give uh, others uh, a bigger scope outside of our region because i think that's mm-hmm. very important like because you need to know um the i guess the culture of running in order to appreciate it even more to bring it to your local community um if that makes any sense yeah yeah it's cool and not just that too it's it's cool to to share perspectives with other runners you know from from different parts of the state, like maybe in California, maybe someone's running somewhere on Big Sur, you know, mm, yeah, <laughs> or maybe someone's in Las Vegas running at the at the, the Las Vegas Strip. Who knows? Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so you or, or it's you, cool. for example, running in the in the state park over there in Virginia Beach. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That that's what uh that's that's what's really cool about seeing the running community as not just. Send five seven. This is us. Uh, it's it's. I like to see it as, like, what are they doing at three, at three one three in Detroit? What are they doing at three one two in Chicago? Mm-hmm. What are they doing at eight oh eight in Hawaii? You know, it's all yeah. these like different area codes, um, that they have they have local running clubs as well. They're doing probably something way different than us, but it's uh. It's cool to hear um, different perspectives, like you were saying. Yeah. All right. How do you best your time with every marathon event? Like, if you I, looked at your your time from last time, how how you know would you improve it the next time around? Hmm. Yeah. So, I, I my friends and I we completed the Chicago Marathon, and mm-hmm. that was. I'm I'm not too do you, I guess do you know do you know a bit about like marathons and stuff like that? No, um well the, talking to this, the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> this the Chicago Marathon is considered one of the world majors. Um so there's there's six of them. There's uh New York, uh Chicago, Boston, Tokyo, Berlin, and London. And these are like the biggest like marathons that you can ever do in your life. Mm-hmm. And so we, my friends and I, we took it to, we, we took it to heart. Like, 
Like this is a, one of the big ones. Uh, let's let's put full effort into a training block. And so, I I hired a coach. Um, my friends they they had a, a really good detailed training plan, um, and it involved a lot of like speed work, and it, it involved a lot of investing in your own time. Like so, I would probably run shoot like 55 60 miles a week at my peak and that's that's probably like eight or eight to 12 hours out of my entire out of my entire week so it's kind of like a part-time job if you if you if you uh look at it that way Uh, but yeah investing time is uh is the most that you can do to uh, prepare yourself for like such a like a, a run like that, and that's exactly what uh, my friends and I did. We invested time. We had to change our nutrition. Um, we had to wake up at the butt crack of dawn and just get miles in just to tr- train for this um, upcoming event. So, with every race that comes, what time do you normally have to be on site? Like really early in the morning, like five, six, even earlier than that. Yeah, it's about five o'clock. Um, mm. For instance, a Chicago marathon, they wanted the the race doesn't start until well, the first first wave doesn't go until about seven forty five, uh-huh. and they suggested that you be there by like five a.m. So we were there within the vicinity around five a.m. for like bag drop off and like getting in settled into your corrals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, probably two hours before the first gun goes off. That's, that's probably the best, best time. Wow. All right. Yeah. So, so, so by the way, how do you, okay, it's 5 a.m. or, or 6 p.m., 6 a.m. Um, how do you psych yourself before a race? Is there, is there some sort of ritual? Do you take something? to to get your <laughs> to get yourself going i'm not talking about energy drinks here <laughs> anything else other than energy <laughs> man like shoot so i i did i do like i'm i would I'm, I'm gonna be real <laughs> this this training block i was very like i was very anxious you know because uh-huh. i wanted to do so well and sometimes it, my anxiety gets like the best of me yeah but i incorporated a lot of um like reading so i like like I, I was never always a reader um but i like to see things finished i guess so i like opening up a book starting at page one and ending at page 200 and that, that kind of feels satisfying to me and i I think the reason why I do like reading right now is because of running. Um, because you can't, you can't cheat a marathon, Mm -hmm. um, as much as you want to, uh, you'd have to go through like all the hardships in order to get to this, this, this one goal. But back to your question, uh, do I do what, what do I do to get psyched up? Yeah, I would I would try to find a quiet place, even though my head is going in racing like every time before uh, before a race. And I would just like read. I, w- I, w- I would pray um, and then 
try to eat a little bit and hydrate myself. I, I really try to find peace within the storm that is going all the way, going going in my head. So, yeah. By the way, um, do you when you race, do you put on like music or audio book or something? I so yeah, I I used to yeah. Like when I'm when I was training when I'm training, and I'm running by myself. Yes, I do. I do listen to music. Well, not really music. I listen to podcasts mostly because mm-hmm. I, I just like hearing he, hearing people converse. That's reason. I, I I guess that's the reason why I like podcasts. Um, but when I'm actually racing, I don't really listen to music. So like the, for for Chicago, for instance, I had my uh, my aftershocks. Um, mm-hmm. But there was no music being played. <laughs> See, yeah, that, so, that, I was just trying to ask that question because you you had that around your, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I so assumed it, that you were listening to music when you were running that time. N- no, I, I I honestly forgot to turn it on uh-huh. um, because I would have, but I I was like, okay, well, I'll I'll let the the crowd be my music, and it. I, I'm grateful that I did that because. I could uh I could hear everything that's going on around me, which is uh-huh. I didn't wa- I didn't want to miss that. So yeah. Hey, whenever you you come come down to the Chicago area, man, we, you can like you know hang out with me in the suburbs. That's where I'm mainly at. That's why I don't. That's why uh, it's hard. It's so hard for me to go to the city because you know uh, my plans are always revolving around the suburbs area. It's a nice place. Um, some some areas somewhat uh, remind me of Virginia Beach. Oh, sweet. Oh, without yeah. the water, of course, but you <laughs> yeah. still have, you know, wonderful homes. The Filipinos mm-hmm. are not as, are not like the ones in Virginia Beach. The Filipinos mm-hmm. here are more, you know, scattered around and you just have to find them yourself somewhere. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that a lot of Filipinos lived here. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's funny. We When we were in Chicago, we had, we Ubered everywhere, everywhere oh, yeah. in, in the city. And we had uh, this one Uber, her name was um joanne but we call her Ate joanne because really? like she's filipino or whatever that's cool yeah and she she would tell us like yeah there's not really that many uh filipinos here but i know most of them um, <laughs> uh, so just let me know and she was pointing out the, all these restaurants that we should try like mm-hmm. that are filipino and she mentioned this one restaurant it was called uh shoot like uncle mike's have you eaten at uncle mike's before mm. no nope. okay <laughs> So it's uh it's right it near Ashland um Avenue or something. Uh-huh. And they serve um like Lugao and and uh Tapsilog and garlic rice and stuff like that. It it really brought it brought brought it home for me and I, I thought that food was pretty good. So yeah, that's cool. That's probably like yeah. a small place. Cause some some Filipino restaurants, they you know they got good food, but it's just not enough uh, room or enough seats or enough tables. But there's this one place that I know that's not uh, far away from Chicago. It's maybe like I say about maybe twenty twenty five minutes from there. Uh, it's in a suburb called Niles, Niles, Illinois, and mm. they have this uh, one restaurant. Oh my gosh, so many tables, so many seats. It's good for your group. Um, they're called it's called Tita Mia's. So if you ever oh come by again oh man the food is just oh my gosh yeah, yeah I'll, I'll make that a priority I, hopefully we'll be there again next year uh, if, yeah hopefully i'll be there with well. you guys yeah oh yeah definitely you, you, yeah. 
You need to watch the Chicago. Have you ever ever watched the Chicago Marathon go through? No. Man, it's it is the energy is just something else, man. It's. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. I can't believe I'm missing out. I've been here for like 13 years. <laughs> I haven't like went to this event. Yeah, so, yeah. But I'll, I'll definitely, yeah. you know, would love to, you know, just, just to see you go and finish. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I'll let you know. Hopefully, wish me luck because the the lottery for yeah. to get into the the 2024 Chicago Marathon is tomorrow. So I'm gonna oh, wow. re-enter myself in, and gosh, I'm hoping that I, I they select me. So. Oh man. Yeah, I hope yeah. so, man. I hope so. Yeah. Did, yeah. did Jenna went to the race too? I think I she saw did. A picture so, of her. Yeah, I saw a picture of you both. Yeah, she uh she ran as well and she uh-huh. she she completed as well. She 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 did she did good for her first one. I mm-hmm. I was telling her that <laughs> since this is her first one, like no other marathon's going to be like this and it's not going to have this uh, this high energy like all the uh, like like Chicago, but yeah. um I'm glad that she she finished. Oh, this is here's here's my medal. Oh, here you go. Yeah, here you go. Bragging rights time. Bingo. Oh, look at that! Isn't that yeah. glorious? Yeah, it's, it's it's one one of my uh, one of the good ones. So yeah, yeah. Thanks for sharing that with the public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a few more questions to ask you. Got about maybe two or three more questions to ask you here, and we're gonna wrap it up. How much have you spent so far in running gear, and what do these consist of? Mm. <laughs> Probably more than I should. <laughs> so, like, man, I, I, my, my whole closet is just full of like running gear. I don't know if I ever wear regular clothes anymore. <laughs> so, if it's not athleisure, then it's probably not going to be worn. Um, mm-hmm. Like even at church, I I wear like Lululemon athleisure T-shirt and and athleisure uh, casual pants. Um, yeah, so the, I I've invested a lot of money into uh, this sport. Uh, like even shoes, I, like I I don't know if you remember um, back when I used to collect like a lot of shoes. Yeah, but. I, I had to stop that that part of my life because it got too expensive. But now here I am running, and now I'm like buying <laughs> even more shoes purpose, for yeah. running. <laughs> so like my entire closet is just full of like running shoes now. And so it's like, oh man, I can never escape this like this addiction that I have. But um, but yeah, and it's uh, you're you're wearing uh, you're wearing both of them right now. You're wearing I, oh know, yeah yeah gear, yeah. So yeah. The, check that out. This is the. Uh, the Chicago finisher jacket. Uh-huh. It, it's in a baby blue. I don't know why. Why is Chicago's colors blue and red? I never understood uh, it's that. It's because of the, the flag of Chicago. I don't know if, don't know oh, if you've gotcha. seen it. Yeah. Like it has red, four red stars and two two blue stripes. Oh, okay. And yeah. it's, it, there's there's something behind it. You can find it all on Google. How how the flag came about. Why why do they have four stars and why do they have two blue bars? So. Mm. It'll tell you right then and there. Yeah. Oh, and so then this is uh, one of the hats that I got from Chicago. Um, oh. It's it's in blue and white like we were talking about. Uh-huh. Um, but it's by this company called Tracksmith. Really cool uh-huh. people. Uh, we know a few people who actually work in uh, for this company. And um, they're doing amazing things within the running space. So, 
Yeah, I, I spend way too much than I should for, <laughs> on running gear. But yeah, how many shoes yeah. do you think you've worn so far since uh, since running? Oh man, shoot! I used to keep a list on um on Strava because you can track the mileage of what um what is being on your uh, on your mileage for for shoes. Um, but I think probably like between 40 and 80 pairs of shoes wow um that were on my list now but i've since retired some of them um uh-huh. yeah it's uh they, they say that it's uh it's one of the le- most it, it's one of the least expensive uh sports to get into that's a lie <laughs> that's a lie <laughs> don't believe them <laughs> So yeah. All right. Of all the sneakers that your your feet have worn for running, which is the best brand and why? Mm, man, I <sighs> Boy. Man, um... and now you see what kind of questions I come up with. <laughs> with a with a 2-year-old kid messing with me every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Um So I would uh I would be hard pressed to say, uh, say Asics because uh-huh. we not not only do we have like close ties with um, with the brand, um, but they they make excellent shoes. Uh-huh. Um, so I guess right now it would be Asics, but ask me in like a few months and it'll probably be be something totally different, you know? <laughs> and, and, and as you wear these shoes, they're like really comfortable, right? Right. Like you're running, you know, it feels very comfortable on your, as you go. Yeah. And yeah, then so I know that some of these shoes wear out. Do they wear out like really quick? Um, so the running, the, the carbon plated ones, like the mm-hmm. actual racing ones, they wear yeah. out pretty quick. But if you're like getting a, like a daily trader or something, those last for like miles. Probably you can get five, six hundred miles out of them, which is a really long time for a, a pair of yeah. running shoes. And that's the that's worth the investment right there when you're mentioning it. See? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is the last question. This is going to be the most easiest question. All right. What's next for JoJo Pressa? Hmm. Ah. That is uh that is something only God knows. <laughs> but <laughs> but I all all I know is uh what is on my doorstep for the time being. And I think what it's what it's looking like is growing our run club in in a positive way and being a a beacon of light for people who can't who who have no hope. Um and hopefully that that beacon of light uh will reflect uh, reflect Jesus in some way um i'm going to keep running i'm going to be continue to be a dad um i'm going to continue to be a husband yeah that's 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 where i see myself right now um uh-huh. yeah that's it. That's it. That's, that's right. A good one. That's, it. that's a good yeah. one. Good answer, man. Good answer. Thank you. All right. So you're ready for this one? Sure. Time for your shout outs, man. Go for it. <laughs> All right. So uh, I, I guess I'll shout out uh, my people from Spark. 
shout out to uh, Edwin Young, Stephanie Young, my wife, my my homeboy John Dela Cruz, um, our creative director Micah Ongoko. Uh, I, big shout out to people from A6, my friend Jarrett Butler, my friend Mari Tibbetts. Um, people locally also like at, at my home church my pastor mike he's uh mike mike yeah he's been he's my been my guy he's been my mentor for so many so many days and and years uh shout out to my my brother mark who always keeps me grounded mark. and to and somo and abel who always has my back um and i guess last but not least uh, my parents <laughs> i'll give out a shout out to uh, my mom and dad for bringing me on this earth and uh yeah that, that, that's all <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> thank, thank you so much jojo for being a part of this podcast i really appreciate you being here and and for me owing you this opportunity yeah thank and you. god bless thank you always and whatever you do man whether it's running or your walk with god or maybe having another child one day who knows Maybe. Who knows what's in store? Maybe. You might I'm have sorry, I put that plug in. out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jen is listening too. All right. Yeah. So uh, you take care, JoJo, and, um, and, and, and I'm going to get this episode out right now so Sweet. you can see it. All right. Peace. Take care, man. Later. Later.